Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is the Paul Leslie Hour. And look on the horizon, a beautiful vision, the third appearance of singer-songwriter Amanda Colleen Williams, who was called one of the most dynamic and talented performers by radio veteran Bill Hobie. We hope you're listening today, Bill. Thanks very much. By the way, we thank you for supporting the Paul Leslie Hour. Each time you go to www.thepaulleslie.com support, we thank you. Now, Ms. Amanda Colleen Williams, enjoy the show. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very pleased. This is the third appearance from Amanda Colleen Williams. And there's something coming up very soon. February 14th, that's Valentine's Day, in case you haven't been paying attention. But uh, it's coming up on February 14th in one of the coolest places in all of America. I'm talking about Key West. It's a story of love. Valentine's Day concert, Island Love Songs, featuring the story of love. And it's at the Key West Theater, February 14th, 2022. We're going to be talking about this, that, and the other, but... Amanda Colleen Williams, thanks so much for talking to me again. Well, thanks for having me, Paul. I'm always honored to be on your show. I'm honored. You know, Key West is one of these places. It's a place, I think, that is renowned for storytellers and writers. Everything from songwriters to novelists like Thomas McGuane, but some of the songwriters who are kind of synonymous with Key West would include Shel Silverstein, Jimmy Buffett, David Allen Coe. There's a lot of them. But how 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 have you become familiar with this southernmost point of America? Well, my dad was enamored by there as a writer, and he always loved Hemingway. And when we had the opportunity to get down there, we had family that was up in a little bit, I think, Lakeland area, Florida. And we went down there and visited, and we did the big road trip. First time I was there was probably in the 70s, maybe early 80s or something like that. And then, of course, you know, the bridges were different back then. But it's always been one of these really special places for, like you said, for arts. And um, I just love the vibe and, you know, getting on the bicycles and riding around and all the roosters and chickens running around. and. <laughs> It was neat because we went back and then I was a teenager and I've had just some magical times there. I think every time I go to Key West, it's some kind of something magical that happens. And I just think of it. My friend Brenda and I wrote this song called God Winks and my dad would talk about synchronicities, you know, and um, that's the place for those. And artists flock to places like that because it's something it's different. It's different. You know, I always think about also, you know, talking about Shel Silverstein. Gosh, what a poet. You know, mm-hmm. we kids and one of the first books that I remember cherishing, and I still probably have it somewhere in the, my collection is The Light in the Attic. And I never read, I didn't read, a lot of people love The Giving Tree too, but I didn't read it for a long time. Uh, my thing was the poetry and mm. the sidewalk ends. 
and what imagery that guy. And so for me, Key West, like you said, and now I found out that Judy Bloom, who is one of my favorite authors too, actually my dad, again, the writer, and he got me introduced to her with Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, back in being a young woman. It was his way of introducing me to those kind of things, mysteries of womanhood without having to sit me down and talk to me about them directly. And she's got a bookstore down there called Books and Books, something like that. And it's right across from the theater where we're playing. So Key West Theater, and you talk about synchronicity right across the street. And then, of course, everything's close in, in Key West, too. It is. It's a cool place for writers. Absolutely. And, and it's becoming more and more of a place that people go to specifically because they want to see a show. They want to see live music. It's becoming that place like Nashville. Yeah. And you have quite a history there, too, right? You were in radio there when I first met you. That's right. That's right. Uh, the first place to broadcast my show was Radio Margaritaville, which is uh, the the brainchild of Jimmy Buffett and the radio legend Steve Huntington. Wow. See, another synchronicity. Absolutely. Now, there was a song you just mentioned, and the it's I, I do have a pretty good memory, I think, at times, especially for lyrics and songs. You said, one of these days, I'm going to have to play that song for you. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I got to work it up, you know. <laughs> I'm probably going to be working it up. We're doing a series of house concerts and along the way stopping in on some of our friends, and I think down in Dothan, Alabama is where that's where Brenda is. And we're going to be doing some of that God wink stuff here before too long, maybe even recording it. You know, what would be cool is if we recording it down in, in the keys. Oh yeah. I want to record down there too. Cause you know, you talk about it is to me, the keys now, Key West, especially um, it's like that vibe of Nashville the way Nashville was with Music Row, when Music Row was, was I guess, the 80s and 90s Music Row, maybe even early 2000s a little bit. But it's just a special place, and um, it's so cool that so many creative people have been inspired by there and continue to be. It's just a cool place. So, Absolutely. yeah, about day, Key West Theater. A story of love, and then the island love songs. Again, synchronicities. One of my songs uh, that I wrote with this fella here in Nashville. We did a. It's in the show actually. The song, the title, Astastic, and <laughs> wrote with Mark Stephen Jones, and we did a video for it. It's really funny. It's a comedy song, you know, it's like poking fun of nightclubs and nightlife and stuff. And um, we did a video. And Phoenix Mendoza, who's on the bill here for this, and also Nick Brownell, both of those guys were in that video. <laughs> I ought to get that video out and show it again. I remember that video. It's pretty neat. I think we'll do a re-edit on it or something, but it was funny. We did a fun thing on that. I was going to play you a song from the show. Would you? We would love it. Would you like that to hear it? Well, first of all, this is my new baby that I just got. I was thinking that's a beautiful guitar. 
Yeah, at Mr. Gruen's guitar shop here in Nashville, this was one of the first ones of this model they got in. And it's a, let's see, 818E, 818E Taylor. And listen to that. That rings, huh? Beautiful. Here, I'll do the screen now where you can see it a little bit better. There it is. So this is a song from the show. And the show's special because it has lines of poetry in between the songs, so it takes you on a little ride. But this song's in it. I wrote it with Christiana Perez, and it's called Just Need a Man. Got my hair done today. I'm the latest fashion on display. Check out my nails Passion pink is my color New dress Lacy secret under there And my kitchen smells nice Wearing my apron And my heels So high it's almost five o'clock House is spick and span Now I just need a man Oh, I can he be God sent him down to me Show my sass Got a natural desire To be loved Now I just Need a man Oh, where can he be? God sent him Down to me as well So if you see him one way Send him my way I'm in 305 I'll be waiting with my heart in my hands Oh I just need a man
And just like that he appears, and for a little while the fear of growing old alone is cast aside. I am his love, and he is mine. But what happens when love runs out of time? And that's just a little taste. Each song has that little flow of poetry between it, and it'll go from... Stuff like, you know, Astastic, the one I just talked about, which is just ridiculous, to, to something that will... I still remember when I said to you I've always loved you Do you love me too? I stood there waiting, feeling so small, knowing your silence was saying it all. You know, it just takes you up and down, and then it's it's fun, it's funny. But people who like live entertainment, maybe want something a little different. People who love theater, musical theater especially. Songwriting, songwriter shows, it's something like that, but it's all a little bit different. So I just wish for you to see it. I wish for everybody to see it. I want to get it out here on the road, and I want for you to see it, Paul, for sure. Absolutely. You know, I have to say, I'm glad you uh, want to bring it everywhere. But if there is a place where this really, really it would be just it would take off. It's Key West. And I'll tell you why. Because Key West has a part of it that's kind of a little bit country. And it also has this kind of cabaret community. And what you were doing, it kind of, you know, like telling a story, then singing a song. It's a lot like cabaret. And it's such a unique idea. Yes, I want to do it somewhere like that, too, I thought. You know, I could name off some places down there. And honestly, that was my first experience of Key West, too, was the fantastic showmanship. Yeah. And showwomanship or whatever, showpersonship. <laughs> but everywhere you go, and it's um, character on display, you know. Right. And that's what I love. You talk about a character, Mr. Bill Hobie, who I've had the pleasure of meeting through our friend Carolyn who Carolyn G, they call her, I think because people can't pronounce her last name that <laughs> that well, but she is delightful, and she's the promoter for this gig at Rancho Relaxo, and she's put together such a lineup. I mean, I'm so tickled to be the featured show, and I'm also excited to just go and watch the show and eat the food and, of course, the cupcake that they're providing it as part of it. I wonder what kind it is, you know. Mm. <laughs> Cupcake, champagne, uh, and isn't the food, it's tapas, right? Yeah, they're having, I think, you know, they mean just like the small portions of this, several different things. Right. I'm not sure if it's like actually Spanish themed or what, but I think the, I love that idea of the little tastings, you know, because then you get a lot of different selection and. 
of course, the cupcake. Yeah. Right, right. Well, I I think we're we're tapping on something that uh, is important to me, uh, and we're talking about food. And if somebody is like me, I don't like this term foodie. I like to say that I'm an eater. I'm an eater. <laughs> Key West, in addition to people being able to see this show that's going to be at the Key West Theater on Eaton Street, there are lots of places where some of the best food I've ever eaten was in Key West. Yes. And not just seafood, although, of course, seafood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's there's Pepe's. There's, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of really good places down there. The Blue Heaven, great. Gosh, you're just naming off places. <laughs> I, I love a lot of the places that... That we've been, that two, oh, what is it, the two friends patio we went and, and their sponsor of the show. And then, of course, across the street there that, um, I mean, there's just, there's just, I don't think you can go wrong. Everywhere you go is like something unexpected, too. Oh, yeah. That's part of what draws me to creative places like Key West and, and to you, you know, for example, your show, there's always something like you might be talking to somebody about their creative work, but there's always this other thread that comes through. And I think that, I mean, that's what creativity is, right? It's taking two dissimilar things and finding connections between them. And it's good practice for other things, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you have a favorite thing to do in Key West? Gosh, I mean, everyone loves to go out on the town and have the food and the cocktails and the experience. I think, I mean, I don't know. I need to go and find my favorite thing more. This time I'm going to experience some paddle boarding with a mm. friend there who I'm totally excited about. So Sherry and I are going to go out. She's going to show me that. So that would be fun. And, of course, all the animals. I love animal spotting the key deer are adorable and you think they're babies they're all babies but they're full grown and they're the size of baby deer here in tennessee mm. <laughs> so it is it's just exploration i love it and the people i guess that's the favorite part is meeting people who whether they're traveling to that cool place or whether they live there it's just a vibe you know it's a cool vibe and i i applaud pioneers you know the people like well Hemingway obviously but you know even Mr. Buffett there for scouting it out for everybody and and holding up the flag of welcome because it feels like that you can feel the place where you're welcome and uh, Key West is welcoming it is welcoming and one of my favorite things to do in Key West is to listen to live music because, and it is, it's becoming like yourself. There's so many artists that are going down there to perform because you, you get to see unique acts, but also you're in paradise. What could right. be, what could be better? <laughs> and, and like you said, just walking down the street, you'll hear really talented up and coming singer songwriters. Plus people that might be hopping up that, you know, familiar faces or, it's kind of funny. Someone came running up when I was playing out at the Cox Breath this last time, and she had held up her Shazam 
and <laughs> had drawn her in because it told her whatever song it was. She said it never knows that if it's someone playing on stage and it it lit up and led her to us. So I appreciate all the help we can get with spreading the word with the good music, I guess. <laughs> Thanks to the technology for connecting us and, and driving us on, you know. Absolutely. And everybody who wants to find out about the show, it's amandacoleenwilliams.com. And there's information right there on the homepage. There's a little game. The last time you were on here, I wanted to play this little game and we didn't have time, but I'm ready to play it if you have a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. This is like um, kind of a lightning round kind of deal. Do I need a pencil? What's that? Do I need a pencil? No, no, no. Uh, (laughs) This will just come from the top of your mind. I'm going to name a place or a person. And you're going to tell me the first couple of words, just like, you know, like a sentence. The first thing that comes into your mind. Okay. All right. Nashville. Tennessee. The Bluebird Cafe. The Bluebird Cafe, Music City. Music City. Okay. Tootsie's Lounge. Tootsie's Lounge, Honky Tonk. Honky Tonk. All right, let's see. Grand Ole Opry. Grand Ole Opry. You know what's weird? You took that out of my mind because I was thinking with the Tootsies, that's where they used to walk out the back door of the Opry when it was at the Ryman and go drinking through. Hank Williams, they said, would walk out through that alley. And anybody that knows that, come out of that Ryman back door and you go across the street there to the back door of Tootsies. At least it was that way. They've changed it all down there now, but it's probably... A, a zip line between them now, <laughs> but uh, was that too many words? No, no. You you can. Uh, it doesn't have to be one sentence. If, it if it's oh, yeah, if it's a thought, by all means. I like okay. this game very much. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Before we go out of Nashville, hillbilly culture. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> so let's go south. You know, uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about one of Key West's most famous sons. Jimmy Buffett tried to make it in Nashville. It didn't work out too well at first, but he went on down to Key West. So Key West, what comes to mind? Rooster. Rooster, yeah, of course. (laughs) Which would make me think of, let's see. All right. Valentine's Day. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Valentine's Day for sure. I mean, I'm having, you know, uh, I I don't know how clean we can be on this game. You know, you start thinking rooster. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that. <laughs> so Valentine's Day both. I mean, come on now. I'm trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> oh, boy. Mama, I'll be going. <laughs> Maybe that was a subconscious thing that I said. I don't know. I'm blushing now. But um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. I always think about my lost sacred shaker of salt. He's so cool, man. Thank you. Cool dude. Maybe someday you will record at that studio in Key West, Shrimp Boat Sound. Yeah, I totally want to do that. I want to get that vibe, you know. They I'm have a lot of production by myself, so... I don't even know what they have set up, but I just like to go in places and 
here's what we do. You know, here's a little trade secret for hmm. anybody that wants to get into sound a little more just in your bedroom or wherever in your bathroom, honestly, is the place. I'm doing it quietly right now because I don't want to blow out your speaker. But if you clap your hands at different places in your room, you'll notice things reverberate differently wherever you are. So sometimes, especially in a room that doesn't have a whole lot in it, it'll make the coolest like, and it, it sounds like, you know, um, in a dome room like they have at the state capitol and the, the, the nation's capital too, they have that circular room where if you whisper on one side, it carries the sound all the way across. Like you can hear someone whispering over here. Some rooms have little sweet spots like that or places where you want to put up, you know, something to stop that from happening. But that's a neat thing. Even, you know, every room... Especially a room. I mean, I, is it actually a boat? It, I believe that it was something like a... I could be wrong, and I know someone will correct me. But I think it was like a shrimp packing place or a fish packing place. Like a, It has no windows, and, and he bought it back in the late 80s and converted it into his recording studio. Huh. Well, that's cool. I mean, you can't... Uh, Dad, he'd try to be creative out. He had this beautiful view, you know. His were mountains or the ocean. You know, it's beautiful, too, and breathtaking. And Dad would he'd try to sit outside and write songs out there looking over this view. And he couldn't do it because it was always so, you want to be pulled outward that way. So he would always go in his little office study and shut the door, you know, and no windows in there. I think, you, you know, there's something to that. Hmm. <laughs> but um, I, I think I have to get going. I've got a another. I've got a writer that I work with every week. Some of my folks at my songpreneurs, I do one on one private work with, and a lot of them I end up signing to my publishing house. But I've got a guy that I've been working with out of Canada, and I'm supposed to be working with him. He's Sheldon, and we call him. Sheldon, the Canadian country outlaw. He's Sheldon Tyke is his last name. Sheldon Pike? Tyke, like uh, like T-Y-C-K-E. So it's like Tyke, bike, you know, rhyming with that. Okay. The T, like little tykes. <laughs> well, anybody out there, check out AmandaColeenWilliams.com. And remember, it's February 14th, Valentine's Day, at the Key West Theater, Eatonton Street in Key West. You want to be there. Yeah, well, thanks so much, and I hope to see you there, Paul. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what I can do. It's been too long since I was down there. But, Amanda, always such a pleasure to talk to you. Well, thanks so much for making time for me, and I appreciate you, Paul. I appreciate you. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. We will talk soon. It sounds good. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. 
click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.